Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with Suvish Vishwamnantu from Zoho. How are you doing, Suvish? I'm good, Ronan. Thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. So tell me a bit about your background. Well, I am heading the marketing uh, division for Zoho's uh, European business. Yeah. Um, I have been associated with the company for a very long time now. Uh, and uh, we are here in Europe uh, since uh, since last year. We set up our office in Netherlands. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've been having customers here for a very long time, but now we are more closer to the customers. Yeah. yeah and what does Zoho actually do? Uh, Zoho is a software product company. Uh, we uh, we have software products on the cloud, uh, and we have products for all the different departments within an organization, which means like we have a CRM for sales, marketing tools for marketing comp- marketing teams, finance tools like accounting, a- inventory, subscriptions, uh, invoicing software for finance department, H- HCM software for HR department, uh, developers tool we have for low-code uh, platform like Zoho Creator yeah. or a or a pro code platform like Soho Catalyst, so we are uh, we have a business intelligence tool uh, uh, which is which is NLP AI ready. So we have tools for for an entire organization yeah. that is available uh, as a SaaS model. Yeah, how long have you you been going? Oh, it's been it's been quite a long yeah. time now. Uh, we started uh, the company back in '96. Yeah. So we are now 23 years old. Uh, 23 years old, yes. Um, uh, we have three different divisions. So Zoho Corp, as as a company, has three divisions. Zoho.com is one of the divisions. Yeah. Which which was started back in 2004, five time frame. So I remember my last job, 2001, we were using you guys. Okay. Zoho Alarm. Oh, and also the stuff well. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I know how long you've been going. And I'm just wondering how long before you used you when you started at 96 you've been in business a long time so you've seen the cloud and everything else come come around and so it's still relevant yes yes we've seen we've seen that i think back then where uh, i wasn't obviously part of the company no. back then uh, but uh, but uh, when when we started uh, back then we we started with uh, with telecom framework to build applications on top of that on top of that yeah. uh, it uh, with the 99 telecom burst a uh, lot of a uh, lot of companies went uh, went out of yeah. the market uh, we diversified from that and we uh, built a division called managingengine.com yeah. that was essentially we took the knowledge from from the earlier days and built products to to uh, manage the data center yeah. infrastructure i think that's when you found us yeah. uh, and then in 2004 5 time frame when cloud was slowly picking it up we start releasing products um, uh, on the cloud uh, as a SaaS version. Yeah. And it's been now, uh, I think, about 14 years. Uh, yeah. When the last 14 years, 15 years, we have built about 45 different SaaS products. Yeah, because when I used you guys, you weren't, you, weren't, you weren't doing SaaS. And then after a while, one day you, uh, you were saying, we're now, we're now moved to an online version of yeah. SaaS. And I'm thinking... At that time, I didn't really know what SaaS was because it was it was new to me. Right? Yeah, it was new. But not me. but not anymore. I now know what it does, how it works. But those days, it's relevation when suddenly you realise you, you don't have to. You can use your PC as a dumb terminal right. to access it. Yeah. Whereas before, it had to be in your PC. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, so yeah. it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this industry has gone through massive technology shift. I think in the last uh, 12, 13 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, from that client-server model to to a complete cloud model. I mean, five years, six years ago, people were 
quite skeptical about yeah. about SaaS. I'm sure you know this better, but yeah. Uh, and we 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 saw this from a vendor side and from customer side as well. Uh, but I think now it has become like an industry norm. And for me, because it's not cloud-based, it's easier to yeah. have less security breaches because it's stored in one place. Yeah. And not on your local computer because the local computer is the most place you're going to get da- damage done because yeah. The main risk is is a human person. Yeah. Whereas yeah. once it's on the cloud. There's no risk yourself on your on, on on the customer's part. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so that's uh, that's certainly was one of the risk area. Yeah. But, but now I think uh, with with the technology and with the data being made available across uh, yeah. different regions, it's become a lot more easier. I guess. And also for you guys, you're going to make sure because if you have a breach, you lose customers. So yeah. you can't afford that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a new whereas before you have a company who had this data stored locally. And they might not be taken care of by the security, and then a breach happens. Yeah. Or what do we do now? Whereas yeah. with you yeah. guys, you're always on the on the monitoring to make sure that it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, security is is uh, a major concern, yeah. and it is also uh, the the top on the priority list yeah. for for all the SaaS companies, including yeah. ourselves. Um, and and we we have like a separate security data security yeah. team itself, um, and we we run our own data center, so it's, it's massive operations that that we have. Got for cloud. Yeah, well, at least with your own data center, you actually know where it is and how secure it is. Exactly. Some companies outsource that, and unless yeah. they know who the who they who they're sourcing to, they've yeah. no idea. Like I've seen companies in the past where data has been stored, yeah. and I asked them where it's been stored. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, well, if you did, well, do you know which country it's in? No. So surely you must know, because if you're in a country where there's a chance of bad weather, mm. like years ago. One of the main places for storing data in America was in Florida. Yeah. There's a town called uh, Roton, yeah. which had a lot of server farms there. And um, granted, most of them are used yeah. to send out spam. Yeah. But there's a chance you could have data stored there. Yeah. And right now, whether the way it is in, in, in American places, you can't guarantee data isn't going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to know if it's down there, have you got a backup elsewhere where it is? Mm. Now, you don't want to know the exact location because that's not a good thing to know that. Yeah. If you know roughly what country it's in, yeah. and we get backup in somewhere in another country, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, in fact, uh, in fact, it was a question which was recently asked to us as well. Uh, why aren't we on on one of those public, uh, you yeah. know, cloud providers' uh, infrastructure? Uh, obviously, the the easiest answer to that is in our in our scale, it's it's very difficult to even look at the cost yeah. angle um, of of being on a cloud provider's yeah. infrastructure, right? But apart from that, I mean, the other important part is uh, you control the entire stack. Yeah. Right from from uh, you know provisioning of our software to the data center and infrastructure, yeah. hardware optimization part of it. Uh, so if you don't control the entire stack, you will not have that uh, tech knowledge and, yeah. and know how how yeah. to do it. So that's primarily one of primarily one of the reasons. Yeah, why. and also if you want to do an upgrade on your system, exactly, you can do that, and you you know that when to do it, you can do it at a time yeah. to one fit your, your clients. Yeah. I mean, this is not to say that the public uh, IAS um, uh, you know systems are are not meant for the scale, but it's just that uh, a choice an organization takes yeah. from the freedom uh, it needs to give. Uh, you know, I think if you're a smaller starter, smaller company, it's easy to go public. Exactly, exactly. You could because because uh, if you're a larger company, 
Yeah. You're going to be using a lot more, and that's when the costs yeah. come in. And you've got to make sure how yeah. to maximize your costs. I mean, look at this. Uh, if, uh, in in next couple of weeks' time, we will be hitting 50 million users yeah. worldwide. Uh, so, which means we are provisioning thousands of servers in our data yeah. centers. Right. We can't even imagine to have something of this scale. Yeah. Uh, and also, we start to go more eco-friendly and, and have a more green operated yeah, stuff yeah. you can do yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, basically. If, if your clients say we're unhappy because you're on green enough yeah. or friendly enough, you can go in and decide, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. Whereas when you're public, you mightn't have that option. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just, uh, it gives you overall uh, a little higher amount of freedom and, yeah. uh, to, to execute things and stuff like that. Yeah, come back to your company, how come you've, you've always you've embraced bootstrapping? Oh, that's a that's a very interesting uh, question. Um, and and our CEO Sridhar Vembu, he's he's a, he has very strong opinions on yeah. that. And uh, all the founders of the company they they share similar views. Um, Zoho as a company has uh, has never taken money uh, from outside, like yeah. VC funding or any of uh, any of the external yeah. funding sources. Um, so what that meant was we also grew organically, right? Uh, we didn't we didn't uh, uh, put our employees on the treadmill yeah. to to achieve the targets or or, or our developers yeah. to to build products or to acquire products kind of thing. So that helped us. We we grew organically, built product one mm-hmm. by one. At the same time, we also found ways on how to build things quickly. Yeah. So uh, the other other uh, angle to it, for example, a SaaS company of our size, and at the pace at which we are yeah. releasing new products, we have got our own SaaS framework. Yeah. Right? So it's very easy for, uh, or relatively easy for the product teams if they have an idea, they have the entire framework yeah. available for them. So they just have to uh, execute the idea in a product format and ship it to the market. Yeah. And that's how in the last 15 years, we we released 50 to 45 products yeah. so that's almost three products a year kind of an average yeah. uh, many of these products are like a company on its own outside yeah. right um, so bootstrapped uh, being bootstrapped has helped us to think freely yeah um, and and we as a company uh, have enjoyed that freedom because earlier you mentioned you diversified from te- from telecoms exactly and when you were doing that if you were, if you were had a BC involved yeah. it would be harder to do because he might he might want, want to take a different direction yeah. right and also he might suggest you ride out the storm and yeah. in some cases that's not the wise thing to do yeah. but he's so much more invested in you yeah. guys and that's and he makes decisions yeah that if you don't know the area that well, yeah. why should you be allowed to do that? Yeah, I mean, there's always an exit strategy yeah. there, right? So uh, it works for many many of the companies. It's just that it doesn't work for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Every company's got their own way of doing yeah, things. exactly. And uh, if you look at a, at a someone like Microsoft, Microsoft uh, never had any, any VC funding as such. They were right. lucky. Yeah. Apple had some in the early days. Yeah. But they were lucky. They had the, they had the right person to help them yeah. along the way. Yeah. And then when they, when they went public... Yeah, that that was fine. That yeah. that bootstrap and gone. Look at the yeah. person that had to help them was well known VC that allowed them to do things their own way. Yeah, yeah. At times you get VCs that it's my way or no way. Exactly, exactly. Or you get a VC who's basically wants more control than he deserves. Yeah, I mean you would know it better. You are in the one of the startup capitals yeah. in Europe, right? So this is uh, this is a hot bed where there are a lot of investments going on with startups yeah. and stuff. And sometimes VCs only invest in areas they know. Hmm. 
And though known area, the one vesting, which sometimes, like when you guys, can be good because it allows you to do things your own way really? and your own pace. Yeah, yeah. So when you're developing your products, your VC yeah. might say, I want it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you can say, well, our clients want this, want this product. Yeah. But they don't want it until it's ready, until it works. There are, I mean, internally, uh, there are some uh, completely diversified uh, developments that are happening in the company, which yeah. if otherwise, we wouldn't have even ventured into, right? Yeah. Just because of the freedom that uh, that is there, uh, we are able to experiment with all of these things. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how is GDPR impacted on what Zoho does? Uh, GDPR? Yeah. Oh, yeah, G GDPR was a welcome move yeah. for us. Um, although uh, internally, uh, so I come from marketing, obviously, yeah. I got a little bit impacted by that, and, and my co colleagues all over the, all of the company got a little bit impacted by that. Uh, but as a company, we embraced it, and yeah. we have been privacy-focused from the day one yeah right we have got so many users millions of users yeah. who are using our platform but it was a cautious decision from the beginning that we'll never monetize yeah. the data um, and uh, and when GDPR kind of uh, law came last year um, just before that we provisioned all our software products also to make sure our customers have all the features in place to respect their users yeah. privacy right um, so it was a welcome move uh, and uh, one more um, you know development around that um, which which our company took even though GDPR was European centric yeah. kind of a law we ensured that uh, that GDPR uh, the restriction or the law the design and yeah. to it it is not just restricted to Europe yeah. we applied it to all our data centers across the world yeah uh, so yeah and, and, and one good thing because of that is now not just Europe, right? Majority of the countries or the major economies, they are coming up there with their own versions of yeah. uh, GDPR. Australia is going next. Uh, yeah. There's something similar coming up in Singapore. India is working on something yeah. similar. So it's about time when, when governments have to take the decision. Yeah, but you can say the other way because even before it was, it was announced properly, you had already... Yeah. Put security first and privacy yeah, first. Yeah, that was by design for yeah. us. Um, so GDPR just uh, was uh, welcomed, yeah. <laughs> you know, inside the company. And well, at least you can she can say, well, actually, we already GDPR compliance yes, from, yes. from from day one. So the moment it was launched, oh, we've done that for three years. Exactly. So then suddenly it's come regulation. Yeah, it's yeah. good for you. Yeah. Because when you're signing to your clients, you can yeah. say, well, actually, from day one, we've always had security first, and yeah. as every year we've approved our. What we did is security privacy standpoint. Yeah. yeah. And among what GDPR is doing, is something that we've been doing for the past three years mm. or longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That I mean, uh, like our, our our vision pages or perspective pages. If you look at it from years, uh, it, it always carried user yeah. privacy as one of the most like you know the top of the priority yeah. chain for us. Yeah. So it was it was a welcome move. That's good now. One more thing I'm thinking about is that how is AI and blockchain part of your future? So uh, AI, uh, we started this initiative back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, 16, um, 17 yeah. kind of time frame. Uh, we um, we had this. Uh, we have got this internal um, uh, small team called Zoho Labs. Yeah. Um, who 
who are doing their own research on yep. AI, blockchain, and the next generation technology initiatives. So, so our uh, AI initiative is branded as Zia. Yeah. Um, and and uh, in 2018, uh, beginning, we launched uh, world's first conversational AI yeah. CRM um, uh, to the market. Um, and it when we launched it, it, it was it was first of its kind where the sales guys they could just talk to the CRM and Zia in the background yeah. can crunch the data and give you the results. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was something which which we did and uh, that was first of its um, uh, initiative and then uh, from there on Zia is now part of several of our products. Uh, it is it is part of uh, p- uh, part of our um, online word processing yeah. tool called Zoho, Re- Zoho Writer, yeah. uh, where Zia could help you to um, write uh, in, with the right g- uh, grammar, yeah. uh, readability quotient it increases. Zia is also part of our finance tools, uh, yeah. some of our finance tools, um, uh, and and in in analytics, Zia has a feature called uh, Ask Zia. We have got yeah. a feature called Ask. Zia, where um, so if you look at analytics tools in the market, yeah. you will have to uh, know a certain bit of SQL to yeah. query the data and present the data, right? Mm-hmm. Here you could just ask the tool, uh, show me the Zia, show me the sales figure yeah. for last month, and analytics could crunch the data from from the backend yeah. and present it to you. So it's what we're trying to do is we are using Zia to simplify the work for uh, for the line of business yeah. right? so it's not just limited to tech teams yeah but like Star Trek when you start, <laughs> yeah, to that's a good analogy yeah yeah yeah, and I mean, uh, blockchain—it's—it's it's quite new to us. Yeah, uh, we've been working on it for for some time now. Uh, recently, uh, for our uh, digital signature platform, which yeah. is called Zoho Sign, mm-hmm. um, there we we launched uh, blockchain uh, yeah. blockchain on Ethereum platform. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a work in progress, um, and and we wanted to uh, launch it on systems where. Um, where security is is uh, is needed more and more. Yeah. So in DocuSign, oh sorry, in, in Zoho Sign kind of uh, 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 product where you have important documents, yeah. you need to uh, you know put a hash on that and yeah. then sort of store it in the right way. Um, similarly, we are looking at blockchain in, in our finance products as well. Yeah. Um, so as we see the adoption, I think we will will use it wherever it is needed. Okay, because I, I can see been been in the next five years, AI and blockchain the two most important tools. Yeah, the company is going to be using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AI is certainly going to be. Um, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of research that is going on uh, within Zoho as well, and and outside, of course. Uh, and and most of these technologies, um, at least the AI part, will will be used to to simplify the workflows. Yeah, and also right? it means basically that some of your staff. Yeah, can do their day-to-day jobs yeah. and not have to do the manual, boring jobs. Yeah. So when they got, they, if you're out on and you're a sales guy and you want to access latest sales figures, rather than call somebody up or look it up, you can ask Zoho. Zoho yeah. tell me latest sales figures and it exactly. will give you what you want. Exactly, exactly. I mean that's the that's the you know you're augmenting the intelligence yeah. of, of of humans, right? With, yeah. with the AI, so it's it's always you know working in partnership. Yeah. Um, and uh, we are seeing that even like in our CRM, ZI is there, and 
sales guys are using using it for um, uh, prioritizing yeah. the leads. Yeah. You know, based on uh, certain points that Zia calculates and predicts. Uh, you know, these are the top deals that you should yeah. be working on. So things like that. Yeah. And now, now again, about some different G guys also. This launched a university uh, in uh, in Chennai, India. Tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, so that's a that's a very um, uh, it's a concept or it's 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 a project that is very dear to um, to to most of us. Yeah, um, it was uh, a project that was initiated. Um, I think about um, eight nine. I think it's yeah more yeah. more than that. Uh, about twelve years, I think now. Um, so that project uh, we started uh, back then to uh, where we found um, students from rural India yeah. um, who were interested to uh, or who were quite ambitious and they they uh, they wanted to uh, work on on software yeah. or computer uh, technology but but didn't have enough means yeah. to to do so. So um, uh, we we took those uh, students and and kind of trained them. Yeah. Uh, we obviously uh, these were paid training. Uh, I mean, we used to give them stipend. Yeah. Uh, and they got trained um, uh, for two years uh, on on basic uh, on on computing, yeah. mathematics, and and English as a language. Yeah. Um, and we found uh, we. We after training we put them into the teams, yeah. production teams, and we found that uh, the the output from from them is is not much uh, of a difference from from an output uh, that comes out of uh, an engineering grad yeah. or or, a, or, a, or someone who has formal education. Yeah. So that was an experiment. It started, and then we continued for the second year, third year. Yeah. Today we we have more than fifteen uh, percent of the seven thousand plus employees uh, coming out of Soho University. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a very uh, um, as an employee, uh, I really feel proud to be to be uh, yeah. you know uh, part of part of such initiative. Yeah. And I guess your plan is to bring that worldwide in other countries too. Exactly. So uh, we had uh, so in our user conference uh, just before the user conference uh, at um, at Austin uh, this year, we we launched a couple of uh, you know important news or we released a couple of important news. Uh, one was to have or launch the Zoho University initiative in the US. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take that as a as as a first step to to for global expansion. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, we are looking forward to that. I think um, so. Zoho University has also expanded its curriculum. Yeah. Um, you know, earlier it was only computer science, uh, mathematics, but now uh, back in Chennai, India, there, there are also courses on user experience, uh, user interface, uh, yeah. research. Um, in 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 Austin, uh, when we start, we'll probably get into more uh, front-ending part of it, yeah. like sales marketing. You get more women involved. Oh in yes, tech. yes. Uh, we we uh, I mean that that has uh, I, I don't see that as a problem at least in our organization. Uh, we've got uh, women leadership uh, in in leadership position yeah. in, in um, as as our colleagues. So it's it's I think. Uh, uh, and this has, Zoho University has certainly helped it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we uh, whenever we hire uh, students, uh, there are a lot of uh, um, women's, yeah. uh, you know, some, um, 
girls also who joined the yeah. program. Well, this is right after their high school. Yeah. Okay, so they are still young, and then uh, when they when they work with the um, the senior staff, yeah. they get to learn a lot of things, and they really enjoy. Yeah, I guess also because the less cost involved, it makes it easier for them to do this choice. Because before. They more think, oh, I can't afford to do this. Now they can. Yeah, yeah, and it's become it becomes very focused, right? Yeah. So it's uh, for two years, it's very rigorous. Um, yeah. Uh, and and those two years is it's focused training uh, that will help them to excel at yeah. the work. And when they come, uh, when they become part of the teams, uh, we've got so many product managers now yeah. who are building uh, high tech. Uh, products yeah. within Zoho uh, who are from Zoho University. So yeah. there's uh, there's absolutely no differentiation uh, between yeah. you know, Zoho University or this thing. Now before we finish, anything else about the podcast or have we covered everything you think? Yeah, I think I think we've covered um, a good bit of things. Yeah. I just wanted to add uh, um, about the, about this new uh, uh, launch that we had yeah. with Zoho One. Um, Zoho One is is a product which combines or brings all our 45 products yeah. into one platform. Uh, so last week uh, we had a new version of it yeah. uh, where we added more modules to the product. Um, so so that's that's we are very very excited about it. In two years we have got more than 20,000 organizations yeah. using us using the product. So uh, that's that's exciting. Yeah and. Uh, the last two days in Ireland was really Dublin was very yeah. exciting as well met a lot of people yeah that's great well thanks for that yeah. thanks. Have, thanks. have a great day